Incoming transmission from the Backwater Bastards. Hey there! I'm Dungeon Master Dick, and I've got a group of players with me here traveling through space. <laughs> My name is Cleo Decap, and I'm here to blow it up, show it up, and then eat it up. New <laughs> Titans, bam. There's pride in your work, and then there's Eric. The name is Herodotus, Arthurian Mindroth the Third. If you're dead. <laughs> Pardon her, she was raised in the wild. I may be a bear, but I weren't raised by one. But she's a damn crafty one with some explosives. You might say she's a TNT with the dynamite. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you two are at it again. Well, if anyone needs anything cut up or any hearts or brains removed, remember, Dr. Z. Here's my card. Yes. And you've already had yours removed, have you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got him in my bucket. <laughs> so if you want to listen to a motley crew, an ornery old military man, a floating jellyfish in a robotic suit, and a tall, explosive-wielding bear, then come listen to us, the Backwater Bastards, anywhere where you find yes. good podcasts. From Planet to Parallax. And on Spotify. What's that? Transmission Putting the fight in faster than light. Welcome to Cosmopunk. Until proven innocent, a homebrew Starfinder adventure featuring the crew of the Leica 7. I'm Cypher, and I play Ryder, a Yasaki operative otter with a sharp sword and an affinity for sushi. I'm also the pilot of the Leica 7. I'm Tai, and I play Radar, the cyborg mechanic coyote replete with big guns and a small attention span. Also, the weapons officer of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm Pan, and I play Baphomet, ex-galactic idol, now cobalt android mystic, and the captain of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm RJ. I play V, a Vesk engineer, and their drone flyby. V is the ship's mechanic and chief trouble magnet, but for this campaign, I'm going to be the DM. Episode 11, Returning the Favour. After an epic battle between the Leica 7 crew, the forces of Holmes, Nesta, Bob, and the entire Query Police Department, the crew finally emerges victorious. However, they still have to explain to the police forces the whole story of what happened and explain to their client Iago that he might not be getting his cherished obelisk back. Yes, yeah, so you find yourself slightly out of breath, panting, covered in blood, radar's missing radar. No, it's, I popped it back on. Look, it's fine. Okay. Oh, hang on. Uh, there we go. It just pops off. Yeah. It does that. Are we going somewhere to stay to go and get some rest? Hmm. Yeah, we were on the way to a hotel. Because we didn't want to stay in the mansion. We've got to go and find Iago as well. Oh, yeah. Where's he stored? With his family. <laughs> if we're going to see Iago, we should probably take uh, Malbec and Jocasta just so they can verify everything that we're saying. Mm. We've got Malbec with us, right, because we let him out. Yeah, he got locked in the cupboard. I'm feeling really good. How about you guys? How are you feeling really good? You are two-thirds of a radar of it to go. <laughs> because I got to take out a week's frustration on a guy. Two mm. guys, actually. Yeah. I'm feeling good. And Baff has um, stitched right back together at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys clearly in shot. But beyond that, yep, finally, after everything's quietened down a bit more, from his private quarters, Iago emerges. He's looking weary more than anything else. He doesn't look angry or sad or even confused. He just looks tired. It's been a, it's been a, a week of loss for him. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, I actually feel I feel I feel for Iago. Actually, it's yeah. one thing to lose your property, but nothing to lose someone that you saw as a friend. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and your process start work, and your ship, and most of your house. Well, I mean, yes, but obviously friends are far more important than, than mere, mere items, mere, mere pro- what's, what's the word? <laughs> Objects. Yes, I, mere... I, don't think, I don't think the tablecloths apply. Survived. Material. Uh, mere material. So what's Iago doing at this point? He's just looking around like the ruins of his house. In fact, Elena goes up to him. She, she says something quiet to him in Kasath, and he says, yes, I suppose. It's We've all been summoned, as you can understand, to the police station to discuss this. Are you willing to accompany me to the police station? I imagine there's quite a lot that will need to be discussed. 
Uh, well, I mean, I felt better, but uh, needs must. We'll come with you to the police station. Right, guys? Yes, yeah, better to be all now when it's all fresh. Iago, yeah. I am sorry about the way things turned out. This is less than ideal. This wasn't what we planned. I, I'm, this is what none of us planned, I imagine. Mm. But uh, I've had some discussion with Malbert and Jocasta. I imagine there's quite a lot straightened out. And uh, given what seems to be the turn of events, I can hardly blame you for the outcome. Seems it's more my fault than anyone else. Why is it your fault? I, I trusted Nesta. Well, it was my idealism that believed that two houses could finally put aside petty differences and unite under a common ambition, but even something suspicious... Well, that... How were you supposed to know? Yeah, it was your friend. I mean, you were the one who was manipulated here. It wasn't like you were conscious of what was happening. It's not your fault. I suppose. And yet... Either way, he's in police custody now. Yes, and like I said, we'll talk more on that at the station. And with that, he, he accompanies Elena over to the security room and then finally ends the lockdown. All the windows, the uh, the blinds draw aside on them. The blast doors open around the hangar. Well, are Malbec and Jakasha around? They are. They're in the security room. They've just... Oh, they'll, they'll be in there with... Helping okay. unlock things. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll lead them to it then. Guys, should we wait for Iago, or should we make our way down now? Uh, Iago's going to the police station with Elena. In fact... Let, let's go with Iago. I think we owe it to him. Yeah, like I said, there's a ride available for you guys. Or you can take your shit box. Not to you. No, no, no. I, I think we'll take, we'll take the car. That's fine. That's fine. Let's go find the car. <laughs> oh, has my shit box not been impounded? Fuck yeah, we're taking the shit box. Uh, we're, going, we're, going to, we're going to the police station. You don't have to fly there. It's all right. It's technically evidence. I'm just delivering it. Then they might impound it. No, I'll get it back. It's fine. Uh, or they can pay me for it. Uh, <laughs> Baffy's like been talking to her while actually getting the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raider's in the car with her. He's just <laughs> carried on. Raider <laughs> really wants to um, have a smoke at this point, light up, but she doesn't want to do it in the Argo's mansion because the guilt is too heavy. So she'll just go outside, I think. <laughs> well, like I said, you're free to move around at this point. Yago and Elena are preparing to go down to the police station. They're just taking one of the police ships. Raider's going to go outside, step onto the um, the lawn light up and sort of look up at the building and at the police swirling around it. A small piece of masonry drops off and lands on the floor. <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> just now. You, you all saw that, right? Uh, that's, uh, not, that's not going on the criminal damages, is it? It's alright, Ryder. It wasn't you. Yeah, we pull up in front of Ryder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get in, You're bitch. Okay, We're then. driving. Radar. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it's been a day. What is wrong with you today? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right, are you okay? Do you want to take a minute or are you to go? Uh, no, I, I still feel like we're missing something. Probably come back to me when we're 2,000 2, light years away. Oh, well. Is it? Is it by any chance a galaxy in a box that could or could not be a battery? Yeah, is, is it the thing that we, we were meant to Yes, thank you, Captain Fucking Obvious. <laughs> As GM, I can confirm that is indeed missing. <laughs> you just you said you were you were missing. Something Shut up and, and drive. Oh, I get to drive! No, you don't. <laughs> Speed off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Um yeah, uh, as you're driving back, you've got the data pad back. Uh, there's, a, there's a call coming in, and it's from Captain Elena. Hand it over to the rider because I'm driving. <laughs> That's very responsible of you. Yo, what up? Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, and you don't give radar things because. Afternoon, <laughs> same reason. Different dialect. Sorry, pardon, pardon me, what? Uh, when you arrive at the police station, please, uh, you'll be accompanied down to processing. If you could uh, meet me there, we can discuss everything that has transpired, get your full statement. Right, oh, thank you, Gavin. Will you need any time to speak to Nesta after that? Uh, yeah, once once you've uh, once you've got a statement from him, uh, we, we'd like to have a word, if that's okay. I imagine you will have questions for him as well. A couple, yeah. Pretty good. And then she hangs up. It's uh, not that much of a, a drive to get to the central security station. On the way you pass Holmes Manor, understandably yeah. also swarming with police. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Is Karen's car still there? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Karen! Oh shit, we need to get our story straight! <laughs> you parked it in the woods out of the way, so you can't see it from the road, but you're all welcome to check if it's there or not. Okay. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, we did say we'd return it, didn't should, we? And we should probably never mention it in our statements. We walked. 
Yeah. Do you want maybe to drop me off here and I'll take Karen's car back? We, we walk. Just hang on. Just so we're all here. Just so we got the story straight. We walked from one mansion to the other. That's all we did. I have okay. to be honest, Radar. I'm pretty sure that we're going to be okay with this. Okay. I mean, the, the, the evidence stacks up against Nifta. Well, yeah, but it's still... We were just... It's still a crime. It's also yeah. worth mentioning that when you nicked that car, you took it from the noodle bar. You took it from the, the noodle bar. Yeah, yes. exactly. So you're saying you walked from the noodle bar to... Oh, fuck. Yeah, we went to the noodle bar, didn't we? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, you're pinching for weep spaghetti. God damn it. <laughs> you're going to do great in the interview. No, I'm not. Radar's going to lose it. Fact, roll, roll for bluff right now. Just no, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to play your games, DM. No. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys actually want to take the car back? We did. I'm thinking sure we said we would. I mean, we always yeah, said we will. Let's do yeah. the right thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, then, sure. Let's go. Let's go. Pull up to where you think the car was. Okay. Yep. You arrive back into that little clearing. There's a, the, the discarded remains of the foliage they were using to disguise your ship earlier. There's also one, but garish unnecessarily large SUV parked in there. Still miraculously not been moved or stolen, but yeah, still waiting there. Okay, Ryder's going to don her, um, her Karen disguise <coughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, hop out and jump into the SUV. Yep, give me an engineering roll. Who? Ryder. Oh, right. Da, 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 da. 15 plus... 14. Uh, yeah, that's okay. enough. So you get in the car, you close the door, you press the button to start, and nothing happens. Oh, is the battery dead? Because you left the door open the entire campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> battery's dead. Yeah. You've been three hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, uh, Ryder's going to get on the comms. Uh, it's going to be. Uh... Radar. Radar. What is it? Jump leads. Uh, right, on it. Right, Baff, pop the hood. Pop the hood. Do I need to make an engineering roll to do jump leads? No, it's two flips. Cool. Click, click. <laughs> right. Yep, the car sort of stutters and roars back into life. You have two functioning hover vehicles. Brilliant. Put the uh, jump leads away. Right, Ryder's going to hop in, dressed as Karen. Beth's going to lean out the window to um, to Ryder and be like, Hey, Ryder, how fast do you think that thing can go? I... Oh, yes. No, we're not racing them. Yes, we are. Let's do it. I mean, I'm just I'll curious. I'll piloting rolled from both of you. <laughs> <laughs> you want piloting? I've got a bit of car. <laughs> God damn it. No, do, I, you, no, do, fine. You want, I, do you want me no. to race? Yeah, yeah, actually, no, I've got Rado in the car. I want, I want assistance from Rado. We are giving this car back. H we are not idea, racing them. Why don't you assist me? Well, no, I, I, I want to race because it's fun. We're not yeah, but you want, you want are to you win. Are you kidding me right now? What? I think we've earned it. We stole this fucking... No, no we didn't. No, we're not doing it. We're, give, we're giving it back, and then we're going to the police station to give evidence in... We're not racing it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. 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 We, we, yeah, we'd have won. Yeah. Fine, mm. I will, cr I'll cross speed racing off your list. Oh, no, Baff is going to hit the acceleration. Oh, Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Well, I mean, I have to. In fact. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no yeah. that's fine. You know what? Absolutely. Get it back there, safe and sound. Bye! And then sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what do you want, piloting? <laughs> yeah, go hit me. You just hear radar in the back. Oh, going, go! Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, 23? Is that what you yeah. rolled? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't be 28, though, does it? No, it doesn't. But it does mean that Ryder joined in on the race. <laughs> uh, yeah, it means that, that Ryder, Ryder beat... Actually, Ryder wasn't racing, but yeah, they still beat you. Wow. There's no way that Ryder outpaced after going a full whack while not trying. What can I say, Matt, from a good pilot? It's not always the car, sometimes it's the driver. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Telling you, Baff. Next time, let me drive. But yeah, uh, you get back to the noodle bar. Uh, we're just going to park the car where you left it and leave a sorry note, or? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Ryder's going to get like a little. Um, I don't know. Is there, is there like a scrap of paper in the car or something? Let's get a gift. Let's get her a gift. Um, a gift pack. So you still got the receipt from the noodle bar? Just yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll take the receipt I'll out. The noodles next time. On the back. Uh, um, I assume I've got some of Baffy's lipstick in my bag somewhere. I'll just write sorry and a little happy otter face on the back. <laughs> draw your Dorito wedge. It's like your signature. Just <laughs> draw my Dorito wedge. Leave it on the um, the dashboard. Um, oh, you know what I'll do? I will set up the um, the security system for Karen as Karen's holder. Well, you're actually setting up her thing for her. Yes, so no one can steal her car again. There's no real activation to it. You just sort of go through a couple of menu settings and turn on Find My Car. Mm -hmm. And it bings to let you know. 
that is activated. And somewhere, all the way on the far side of Query, Karen's in an SUV dealership. She's about to sign a lease. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's buying another one. <laughs> and then her phone just goes, ping. And then she just quietly puts the pen down and is like, change my mind. <laughs> and walks out the dealership. There you go, that is your good deed for the day. So yeah, Rudd sort of taps the steering wheel, steps out, takes off her hologram disguise, and um, hops back into the car with Baffin Radar, yep. making sure to leave no evidence behind. Baffin's going, that was very good of you, Ryder. Shall yeah. we go? Yes. I told you not to raise me. Yes, well, that's fine. Uh, you know, I think I'm just getting used to this vehicle. Mm -hmm. I'm still driving along the way. It, it is carrying at least three times the weight. That's true. That's, that's a good point, Ray. Really, actually, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, that, that explains exactly why you lost. I've driven, I've driven like a car before. You know, I'm, I'm usually a lot better with this stuff. I just, mm, I'm rusty. Of course, you don't have to apologise. That's fine. Sounds like racing drivers' excuses to me. <laughs> Beth turns, Beth turns the radio on and loud enough to drown the two of them out. Not the driver! <laughs> uh huh, mm hmm, yep, just really loud, whatever's on the radio. <laughs> just louder and louder. <laughs> yeah, after a short drive and a shorter discussion on racing tactics, you arrive at the police station. I'm telling you, you don't just go fast. Uh, it's a large, imposing, ruthless disc, disc building. It doesn't really quite fit into the surroundings of uh, general office and leisure buildings, but. It, this was designed by someone that said, I want to make a building that looks like a police station. And they, they committed to making a building that looks like a police station. With Good for them. complete disregard for all of the surrounding structures. Yeah, it's probably the only probably the only exposed concrete you've seen in this entire planet so far. Brutalist. Very brutalist. Hmm. I like it. Lovely architecture. What, you like it? Yeah, it's got a real... I don't know, it just reminds me of... It's like a tombstone bath. Hmm. Oh, I like it. All right. I thought you would have preferred something a bit more glitzy. Oh, well. Oh, no, I do, Dan. I do, obviously. But, you know, you have to appreciate all kinds of things. There's art everywhere. This mm. building looks like oppression. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it takes all sorts. Let's, uh, let's not leave the captain waiting, shall we? Rather give us radar mm. side eye. <laughs> mm, yes, radar sort of glances back. This architecture and... is nice. What's wrong with you guys? It looks cool. Does it? <laughs> I just didn't think it was back to style at all. <laughs> she can't understand why you guys don't like it. <laughs> because it looks like a tombstone, a brutalist tombstone. <laughs> It'd be alright if it wasn't just grey. But yeah, uh, yep, so you, you enter the building. Inside there's a, a large lobby waiting area, reception. Uh, I'm gonna go up to the desk. Can I help you? This is where we would have called earlier, right? Can ride a sea over the desk. <laughs> This has been designed for all kinds of species. Like I said, you're not the only Isoki that's ever been on Query. So, in fact, the desk is stepped downwards. So, it's about uh, waist height to to a radar, not. but there's two steps down, nicely integrated into the overall design, so that shorter creatures can easily walk up to it, up the steps, and the ITOI who would have to do. There's an android on the other side. Cool. They they greet you formally and ask if you have an appointment. Hello. Yeah, we're to see. Um... Miss uh, Anatolovich? Ah, the captain. The captain. The captain. I assume you are the crew of the Lycus 7? Yeah. They buzz you through the security gates and allow you deeper into the bowels of this building. After a short Rabbit Warren's maze worth of twists and turns, you arrive at uh, Sirius's offices. And inside one of them, uh, Captain Lena is waiting, along with another android that you don't think you've seen before. So I'm going to glance at the android, glance back to Captain Yeah, Elena. I'm going to do a quick yeah. sense motive on the android. Yeah, if you give me a sense motive and a culture. Oh, okay. 27% motive. And, oh, math, 25. Those are good enough. So, from the sense motive, this robot's sole aim while being in the room is to keep track of what is being said. It's a stenographer. She's a tape recorder. It's pretty much a stenographer, but a bit more detail than that, because it follows trends of what's been said and identifies any conflict or withholding of information. Can I cast yeah. tech magic real quick? Also, is it a robot or an android? It's an android. Right. Yeah. Their, their job title is in fact a veritas. Because I, we're not we're not under some kind of zone of truth or something, are we? You're not under a zone of truth, but you can cast a tech magic. I'm doing that. Well, wait, no, it's semantic, so I didn't have to know I didn't know I was doing it. You can you can do it out loud. No, no, I'll just I'll do I'll do it like okay. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Quietly. Sorry. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, so basically, you'd know from cop dramas or something like that that uh, the, these androids, their 
they, they basically they listen to everything that's being said and they build a mental map of what's been described and they run through it again and again as you describe everything that you've worked out. They identify if you're saying something that conflicts with something that's been said earlier, they'll just quietly highlight it. Hmm. Okay, so, okay, gotcha. Like, like I said, you're not under arrest and you're not being interrogated, but they're just there to keep track of things. They're taking statements. No. Well, you are giving your statement, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. she, she beckons for you to enter. Ah, hello, Captain. Come on in. Yeah, hello. I was going to come in and lean against the wall with her arms folded. Uh, you, you may sit. No, I'm all right. Well, stand, I suppose. Redder's going to go and look out the window. Optimistic to imagine there's there's a window in here. Windows? <laughs> Raider's going to look at this plant pot. Plant pot? <laughs> Raider's going to look at this stain in the corner of the concrete wall. That'll do! Oh, uh, ah, you have damp. She, she looks uh, at, at what Radar immediately does and what Ryder immediately does and just looks to Bath. Bath sits down, cross her legs and shrugs. <laughs> so as you can understand... Uh, there are some procedures to go through. I would like you, if you can, to just briefly summarize from your point of view exactly what happened from the top. We were hired um, as a secondary security force to guard the obelisk, um, Iago's art piece, you know it? The obelisk, yeah. On our way here, we were attacked by Shirin pirates, who we later found out were actually in the employ of Nesta himself. How do you know they were hired by Nesta? Oh, well, um, firstly, Actually, Radar, didn't you, um, my friend here, Radar, please, darling, stop looking at the wall. What? 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 <laughs> Radar. You don't understand. This stain, it looks just like the continent of Berta. Uh, that's marvellous, darling. Radar here was the one who figured out that the um, missive had been sent by a Kassarthan, which, of course, raised our suspicions. Oh, yes, that bit. Yeah, I did that. As uh, a transmission message. Mm, do we still have that? Uh, do we still have the data pad? You did copy that message across from the Shirin ship. Yeah, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, we, we can play it. Yeah, yeah, I've got it here. Here we Thank go. You. Yeah, she takes the data pad. She shares it with the, the android who hasn't spoken at all still, but they take a look at it. You can verify everything on that on that recording alongside Dig's um, confession, I am sure. Elena watches the video. She raises an eyebrow as uh, the unknown Kasarthan discusses the hiring. And then she snaps her fingers. And uh, into the room, a third officer appears. She says, please take this, uh, send it to processing, identify who that is. I hope you don't mind if I borrow this. Um, no, that seems fine. That's okay. Fine. I don't mind. Very good. Yes, so on our way uh, to land, uh, on our way here, um, Nestor abused um, his abilities to hypnotize me into aiding him in certain uh, nefarious activities, all of which I remember now, but at the time, I didn't know I was doing it. He did the same thing to your caster as well at one point. You said you were coerced into... Yes, yes. I was uh, <clears throat> I was coerced into, uh, firstly, um, lying to my friends, which I didn't enjoy, and later into aiding him in taking the obelisk itself. We had set up, as you know, a um, weapon in the, in the vault, which would not attack us. Unfortunately, by using me, he got around that and uh, then managed to have me deliver the obelisk to, um, to the, our ship. He then took the ship to Homst, and there you have it. Later, we made our way to Homst's mansion, where we set our second recording of Homst and uh, Nestor discussing the heist. This is the testimony of all of you? Is there anything else, guys? Uh, we, um, there was a, a drone that uh, the obelisk was given to. We tried to take him out, but he evaded us, went up on the roof, and gave the obelisk to a ship which your forces engaged shortly before it left and we believe it had the symbol of white ladder on it and if you don't mind me asking you a question captain is it very can you tell me everything that we might need to know about this white ladder group we have no record of them nothing we've been hoping that nesta will be filling in the gaps at that point hmm. where are you keeping him at the moment he is in uh, holding, but uh, given what you described earlier before his arrest and what you're describing now, certain extra precautions has been taken. You will see when you discuss with him. As Good. far as this goes, as the purposes of this discussion, I assume that is all you're available to tell. Unfortunately, yes. Apart from that, um, that uh, Holmes mentioned that something was being built by the White Ladder. Other than that, we don't know anything more than you do. Crazy well. I mean, uh, now we can move on to the crimes that were committed by yourselves. She, she gives a wry smile. 
It seems that luck is in your favour in that there are certain clauses of Kiri law that allow for the commission of minor crimes lurking to prevent or to impede the commission of a larger crime. So in this instance, I feel I am willing to overlook. He produces a list of just... Like, <laughs> <go> through. Oh. <laughs> overlook. Is that a crime? I don't think we... Oh. I mean, no, Beth, we we did that. Yeah. I mean, th thank you, Elena. But you know, we did take out a massive criminal for you, so yeah, you're welcome. and that's that's why we're not being arrested. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. So just Ryder, shh. I know. We just thought yeah. I made that perfectly clear. No, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, he it's has fine. made a good point, and as a token of our appreciation, uh, she produces from her briefcase three small, like credit card side slips, and she passes them across to you. A token of appreciation from the authorities, if you. I was going to um, have a look at it. It's a small, like, translucent credit card with a chip in it, and it's got a, a locker number on it. Oh. What, what, are, what are these? On the way out, if you speak to somebody in holding... I, I see. If we uh, conclude the interview here, I believe you'll want to talk to Nesta before, perhaps. Yes, please. I think we would. Hmm. And with that, she uh, she offers a hand to, to Baphomet's shake. Yeah, she shakes. So it's been... It's been good working for you, officer, uh, Captain. Sorry. It has been interesting for sure. And then uh, her and the, the android just stand up and silently leave the room. So they leave the door open for you. Oh, um, Elena, just one thing I forgot to mention. Oh, I have this, and she's going to pull out a tiny equivalent of a USB stick with uh, that piece of music she sent the police earlier to replace the crappy jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what is? Oh well, it's just I couldn't help but notice that your, you know, your weight music was a little bit uh, lacking, shall we say? Anyway, I found this for you. I sent it earlier, but you know, you guys are busy. I'm sure you will definitely not lose this. If we have to get in touch with you, I'll listen out for it. I... <laughs> Thank oh. you. I guess I, I will. Uh, I give it to the maintenance team. I guess. Great, great. Thank you. The other android, the receptionist, enters back in and. I understand that you've been cleared to discuss with Nesta before he's taken away. Yes. Please follow me. Is he conscious? He is conscious. Excellent. That's a shame. He is restrained, both physically and mentally. How are we going to question him, then? He can speak, but his psychic abilities for the purposes of his current state are null. He can still talk to us, Radar. He's just been put on mute by the sounds of things. Oh, okay. He's been put on psychic mute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, they bring you down deeper into the bowels of this building. In fact, the elevator plunges at least 20 or 25 stories underground. But we're already in the bowels. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're just in, like, the nice bit. Oh, nice bowels. That was the... nice. It had damp. <laughs> but the elevator doors open. There's, there's row upon row of cells extending almost beyond where you can see. There's various creatures inside them. Each one, uh, there's no bars on these cells. They're sealed with what looks like perfectly translucent glass. But uh, if you were to look at it at just the right angle, there's a faint shimmer behind each glass of some kind of field that's also surrounding each cell. You uh, you have a you have a lot of crime on Query. We we do not deal just with the crime on this part of the planet. In fact, most of the criminals on the system are taken here for processing. But I mean, this is quite an affluent area. Why would you dump something like this here? It's an affluent mm. system, I dear. And just winks knowingly. The prison itself is off-world. Some of the cells are empty, but in some of them there's various creatures. I mean, the cells themselves aren't horrific. There's a bed, a desk, a data pad for each of them to use, carefully monitored. There's uh, a window at the back of the cell, but the view from the outside is clearly projected. Effort has been made to make it not a hellhole, but at the same time, it's, it's not that pleasant. So, um... Ryder's going to uh, look over to Baff and sort of see how she's doing. Baff's just uh, walking, like, um, eyes forward. She's occasionally just, uh, taking in the general um, general look of this hallway, uh, looking at the looking at the guard, looking around, but she's not really... she doesn't really seem focused. Right. Um, Ryder's going to try and, like, either hold her hand or put her arm around her shoulder? Yeah, no, Baff, Baff like, you know, like, blinks and notices that Ryder's there and, you know, she's going to give her a little, a little hug as well. Baffy, he's, he's behind bars now. He's going to have one of these, like, psychic tiara things on. He's going to have shackles around his wrists. He can't hurt you. He can't hurt us. Oh, I know, darling. I know he can't hurt me. And he's not going to hurt anyone else. Yeah. No, we're safe now. 
the android waltz with you until they arrive at one of the far cells. Uh, they gesture to you. Yeah, she's gonna yeah. look up to the guard say, is this him? This is he. You'll be allowed 10 minutes, maybe, to discuss with him. After that, we'll be no further contact till his trial. I think 10 minutes is all we need. Um, Beth's gonna uh, pat the guard's um, arm and be like, thank you, we appreciate it. We'll take it from here. You're welcome. I will be against the fireball if you need me, or if there is any belligerence from the prisoner, then some of me and action will be taken. Of course. And then with that, he withdraws to the far side of the room. He's keeping an eye on you from a respectful distance. Anything you say to Nestor at this point won't be overheard. So you look into the cell. There's no walls or bars or anything like that. It's almost as if a sheet of glass separates yourself and them. The guard briefly touches his data pad, and then the field flickers slightly and then starts to move backwards into the room. Inside, you can see, as with the other cells, there's the bed, the desk, uh, the view outside. And in the centre, on his knees, silent, is Nesta. He is chained. His hands, unlike the other the prisoners who are free to move around, all four of his hands are bound in front of him. There is a very thin translucent uh, crystalline ring that has been placed and strapped securely around his head and every so often you see a faint shimmer of white light streak from one side of it around to the other as if it's orbiting around his head. I'm not sure those bracelets suit you, Nestor. Even you have come to mock, he growls. No, I wouldn't say mock, I'd say more gloat. What about you? I think we're here for some... Uh... Closure. Closure, I think we're here for some closure. Thank you, hmm. Ryder. It's a good word, that, don't you think? Hmm. You may think you've won here, but... Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. We haven't won. It's not over. You say that, and yet, uh, as far as I can tell, I think maybe it is over. It maybe is for you. you. Nestor's still... He's in a kneeling position, basically. His arms are still bound. He looks up at you and just scowls. You can scowl all we want. I may be shackled, but rest assured that I will not die here. <sighs> Nestor, this is from one small mortal to another, but there are things much, much worse than death. You may not die here, but you are going to have a shitty, miserable time. So if you want that to go a little bit quicker, getting things off your chest now, while you still have two brain cells to knock together, might be in your best interest. She sort of leans up very close to him. As close as you can. There is still glass separating you. Mm -hmm. So, who's White Ladder then? His eye twitches slightly. Oh, they're that much of a big deal. He looks up at you again. He locks his eyes with you. That's the beauty of it, you see. I don't even need to tell you about White Ladder, because when the time comes, they'll make themselves apparent to you. Keeps his eyes locked on you. There's a slight wry grin on his face. We're not done here, Nestor. I have a question. You ask him. Why? Why what? Why all of this? Why Why do it all? Why, why bother? Why break Iago's confidence? Why any of this? Quite simple. In fact, I'll give you this free. He's about to check himself, but then he, he thinks a little inside. Well, I know why White Ladder's got it. They're building something and they need a power source. That obelisk, something something of that power deserved far better than to be left rotting in a vault. I curated that collection for 30 years just to gain enough trust to have Iago excavate that item specifically. Nothing of that much power exists without a purpose. White Ladder exists to see that purpose fulfilled. And at the end of the day, I still think I succeeded. He grins again. But you haven't succeeded because you're in here. Yes, I am in here, but the obelisk is not. And because of my actions, it is with those who deserve to hold it. And so you're you're being entirely selfless about this? You, it's not about you, it's about the obelisk. Not altruism, no. Call it a sure faith. In who? He just winks at you. Hey, Baff. Hmm. She doesn't look around. Now that you're aware of him, do you think you can take this guy mentally? He's wearing a mind circle on his head. He is. That means no communication in or out. It does. Mm. Rudd is going to have a look up and around the room for cameras. Are there any? There is one, because this is a prison. Of course. Guys, I know what you're thinking. I'm not interested. It's not worth it. He's here to serve justice, and that's what will happen. You sure? He is, but we still need to get that obelisk back. It's not our problem. It might end up being everyone's problem if we don't. I don't trust... I don't trust this White Ladder organization. I, like, if they're acting so nefariously with that much power, and that's that's a galaxy's worth of power in their bath. 
That's not small. What do they need that much Batman power? holds up a hand and says, perhaps we should discuss this not in front of the uh, prisoner. Like, we can't do anything, you know, with a policeman by side. No, <laughs> but Captain Elena strikes me as somebody who can turn a blind eye to stuff. She did basically just give us a bribe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not so... a bribe, but a professional curse. It feels more, yeah, it feels more like we were allowed... I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, we were allowed a, a little gift. Yeah. Thank you for the information, Nesta. You've been most helpful. Indeed. He just he says something in Kasarthan. Oh, oh, shit! Can I? Re- I've got nothing recorded on. Fuck. It's only two words. Can I mimic the sound? Uh, I'm sure you could. I'm gonna literally go out of the room while it's fresh in my head. Turn mm. to the guard and say, "I don't speak Kasarthan, but the prisoner just said something to me. I'm gonna try and mimic the sound." They look confused for a second, but they say, "Good, good luck." Is that what he said? Is that what that sounds like? I know, I'm, I'm mangling it, I'm yeah. sorry. What an arrogant prick. What an asshole. Beth calls to them and is like, shall we, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah we're, we're, we're coming. So the guard flicks his hand over the data pad on his wrist again. The electrified field moves its way back to the entrance of the cell, completely encapsulated the room he's in. Do you reckon she turned a blind eye and she, we just sort of wander in there and beat the snot out of him again? No, no, no. She's already turned one blind eye, she's got one more. Is it prisoner abuse if he's not technically our prisoner? Yes. Yes. Oh. But yeah, you're led back up the elevator. I love I love that he had his little joker moment and we just like walking away going, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what a twat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mask has slipped though. He's got no need to pretend to be like the nice curator of the local antiquities department at this private venture. And that will be his downfall. Plus he smashed his bob. We did smash the fuck out of his bob. There, yeah, uh, the elevator, after probably 20 or so seconds of going up, finally reaches the office levels again, and you're released. Let's go see what she left us, just in case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, so, good call, man. what are these locker keys? Ow! Oh, uh, are you saying that to the... Wait, what? I was chewing it. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, attack snoot. Do you show them to the, the android that was with you? Yes. Oh, those are those are locker tokens. If you take them through to holding, they'll be able to direct you to those where you can pick up your belongings. Oh. Excellent. Holding. Pretend Thank we you. don't know where that is. The android sort of gestures down the hallway. There's signs marked up on all the walls, and one of them directs people towards holding. Is it all in Kasarthan by any chance? It's in Kasarthan and Common and Yusoki. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll follow the signs. <laughs> they lead you off to the far side of the building where there's a large warehouse structure four or five levels to it. Uh, each level is divided into a series of uh, large boxes, and each box has a uh, door with a uh, slot for a card in it. The receptionist at the area sort of greets you. Have you come to collect some items? Mm-hmm. Rhoda's going to flash her card. Yeah, we've got yeah. these cards. And he, he takes all three of them. He, he briefly snips each one into the computer. Okay, uh, three adjacent lockers, third floor, far side... He taps at the computer, and then along the floor, there is you find that the entire floor is a matrix of LEDs, and a trail of LEDs lights up, and it leads all the way up a set of stairs, across a longer corridor, and then into three of the lockers. So if you follow that, they'll take you there. Real fancy. Thank so you. This is like what? Like a, a locked door he opens it kind of thing? You can open it with your cards. It's like a big set of um, lockers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically a massive, unclaimed evidence locker. Alright. Yeah, follow the lights then. And take a look around, see if there are any um, open lockers or... Uh... <laughs> Again, just because you've been let off from some crimes doesn't mean you have immunity from future crimes. No stealing from the police station. <laughs> that pulls Ryder back. We've, we've, we've already got some things to pick up. We can... I'm only looking. No, let's leave yeah, alone. You've got a history of looking. What's... Uh, prove it. I don't have to. You know what I'm on about. Stop it. You guys, you guys can hear the locker opening. The really yeah. <laughs> God, she's fast. I forget how fast she is. So yeah, there's there's, there's three lockers. Uh, Baffy, you open yours. And inside is all of the remains of Bob and Holmes' Jolt's glass blade, which is the uh, the fancy sword he was trying to kill Ryder with. Ah, lovely. Ryder's going to take the sword and like pick her teeth with it. <laughs> Shouldn't we get something for these? Stuff for the means of this thing in a, in a, in a bag and there. Ryder's going to open her locker and see what's inside. Who is it that wanted the transforming oh, rifle? Uh, the transforming rifle, the one with Kasaf and Sigil on it, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. That yeah. was uh, that was Nestor's. Radar! Radar! What oh, radar is it a gun? It's all about radar. 
Gimme, 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 gimme. What did it do again? Gimme, gimme. Other than transform. It's just a, a, a long range rifle that can also reshape itself to work in close quarters combat. There's one more locker. Oh, mm. stuff it back in the locker. <laughs> Open up the final locker. Yeah, it's your minigun. Oh! <gasps> My baby! Oh! <laughs> your, your turret. Oh, good, they kept it. That's, that's so it's nice. slightly scratched and dented up. It's still even dragged all the way up here by some poor like, underling. But it's intact and it is functional. It's all right. Oh. We, we can fix it later. We'll, uh, we'll have all of this. Yeah. Shame about Bob, though. Look at him. It's not a shame about Bob. It was, it's a betrayal snake. You can't <laughs> still imprint on it. A betrayal snake. Think about what he was when we first met him. He was still a betrayal snake, darling. Yeah, he was, a he was lying to time. us is what he was doing. No, Nestor was lying to us. This is just a machine. Machines don't do betrayal. They do what they're told. No, 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 no this is a drone. Mechanics mechanics, drones are part of yeah, them. Yeah, this, this was a part of Nestor. Like, like, like V and Flyguy. Yeah. Well, this is no longer part of Nestor. This is just an empty shell. I don't want any part of Nestor, apart from the parts I've taken. Yeah, then it means nothing. Don't worry about it. All right, if you think V could use it, then fine. <laughs> Unceremoniously dumps it into a bag. All of Bob. All of Bob, just pieces of V does Bob. like trash, so... Mm. We just, we just got rid of a load of trash out of V. You might want to call up a trolley for your minigun. Oh, and... how, big is, how big is Bob? Oh, yeah, the minigun too, yeah. Uh, yeah big, uh... Bob, was, Bob was almost bigger than Radar. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we get a trolley called up. Yeah, there's a lot of Bob. A hover trolley has summoned... Ready for you to load up with a minigun, like a bunch of other weapons, and a dead snake. Right. We should probably talk to Iago as well. Just make sure everything's straight. That's point. Yep. In fact, he's he's just been finishing his own discussions with Captain Elena. Mm. As you're leaving the uh, the holding vault, you can see him in the lobby, just preparing to leave. He's exchanged some last words with Elena in Kasarthan. I'll give uh, Captain Elena a sort of nod on the way out, and uh, go wait outside for Iago. She, she nods back to you and maybe winks, but it's hard to tell because she only has one eye. She could have just blinked at you. <laughs> right, is going to frown slightly. I'm not sure what just happened. <laughs> Blink back. <laughs> both eyes. <laughs> Blink back with both eyes. <laughs> well, Radar can't do that, so it's going to have to be your Baffer, does that? That's not too many eyes to blink back like that. Hey, I can blink back. Fuck you. Can it blink? There's no way your, your one red Kano eye can blink. No, and that's the point. I'm just going to use my one natural eye to wink blink back, so it's ambiguous both ways. I mean, she was winking at you because she just let you take several thousand credits worth of armaments out of the basement. Yeah, I don't know why you're winking did. back at her. Yeah. Because I know that she let us and she knows I Are know Are you she sure is. you're not leaning on her? It feels like you're hitting on her now. What the fuck? You were just like, I'll <laughs> wink back at her, but when Radar does it, it's different. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you know, you're a dog. She's a dog as well. I am not. I, what? <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> it's no good, Radar. You're gonna have to sniff a butt. I'm not... <laughs> pretty sure that's a crime. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm gonna clip Ryder behind the ear. <laughs> Let's skip to Iago. Iago is leaving the building. Yeah, Ryder's gonna sort of walk alongside Iago for a bit. Like, um, yeah. did you, um... Take it, you spoke to Nesta then? Yeah, we did. Doesn't seem happy. Yes, and yet at the same time I can't help feeling that it's almost as if he was expecting this, or he, he planned for it at the very least. I don't think he planned to be in prison at the end of this. That wasn't his ideal outcome. Right, uh, if you don't mind. Hmm? Um, Iago, I understand, despite everything, losing a friend is probably one of the things that hurts the most. I know what it's like to be betrayed by people you think were close to you, and I want you to know that you couldn't have seen it coming. You never can. He, he reached out and gives uh, Bap a hug. Aww. Oh, okay. All right. Um, mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the chair, she passes back. Okay. All right. That's. I'm, <laughs> if you ever do need to talk or anything, if you just want to, you know, say hi, you have our contact. I suppose there is one more to be attended to, and he hands you a small data card. Whilst it wasn't quite what we agreed upon, uh, I can't let you leave entirely empty-handed, especially considering none of what transpired was your fault. So, consider it a, a token of good faith. Nestor, he, he languishes in prison. I'm sure if at some point anyone's managed to get any information out of him, I'll make sure you're made aware. Iago, we're not done here. We're going to try and get this thing back. 
Yes, me as well. In fact, if you do come up with anything that could prove helpful, please do let me know. I'd be more than happy to lend any and all resources necessary to secure retrieval of the obelisk. Of course, likewise, of course. It's become far apparent to me now that uh, its value as a tool or a weapon seems far in excess of its value as art, and yet at the same time seems all the more reason that it should be preserved as art, rather than allowed to cause whatever damage it's capable of. With any luck, it won't cause any damage at all. And then he, he reaches out one of his arms as well, his lower arm to shake Ryder's hand, and then his upper arm to shake Baff and Rhea. Yeah, shakes his hand. We'll regroup, and then we'll come back. Okay? Very well. Well, you know where to find me. And then he, uh, he gives you a nod, and then steps into a, a large black sedan limo-type hover car, and is whisked away. Poor guy. <sighs> I don't like losing fights, Baff. No, I know. And you're right. This white ladder could be more problematic than we'd like to believe. It's probably for the best that we stay in contact and keep our ears open. We regroup, we make a plan, and then we come back, guns blazing, and then we'll sneak in around. That time is over. If it's a group that are building things, V would probably know about it. That's what I'm thinking. It's, it's, a, un it's a galaxy full of stuff. V may not know anything. If it's a group that's building things, V may know about things being built. Yeah, and any information is good information at this point. Yeah, I'm just saying, just don't set your sights on it. Either way, we need backup. We need more people. We... I'm going to speak your language, Radar. We need boots on the ground. We need to do some more investigating. This is weird. This is backwards. We need to do some more investigating before we start putting boots on the ground. What's <laughs> the point? You need a ride back to your spaceport because... Yeah, so far, the only way we're getting off of this planet is in the shitbox, and out of the system is another matter. We could probably see if there's a trader going our way. V has no idea where you are. So we need to get... So hold on, but our, where's our shitbox? The shitbox isn't drift capable. It can get you into space, but it can't get you between... I wish we should ask Iago for like a ride then. Well, no, it's yeah. fine. It's, it's, a, it's a busy universe. We'll just get a, a ride within the shitbox, piggybacked somewhere else. It's fine. I can take care of that. This this bounty yes, some kind of things. Alright, fine. Space hitchhiking it is. Yeah. It's not exactly the gallant jump to light speed I was open for. Oh well. Well we don't have that option right now. Yeah, I knew yeah. that when we took this job. Uh, yeah. Well, Bath can hop into the driver's seat then so we can go get a shot, I guess. Let's go to the shitbox. Your your hover car is slightly lower now that you've loaded it up with In fact it's one of those things where like, you've got the gun strapped to the roof <clears> and then like <laughs> uh, like the bits of Bob like sticking out the back window. <laughs> Just it looks like a Santa sleigh full of oh. Any pretense of blending in is once again lost. Yeah, Ryder's going to um take off her um her psychic circlet that she's actually been wearing this whole time and uh, give it back to Baff. Tuck it away. I need to yeah. get mine off of Malbec. <laughs> make sure okay on the way home actually. Yeah. We still got stuff in their rooms, so we can, you know, yeah. hang on. Yeah, well, let's, if you drop me off at the shitbox, I'll fly the shitbox back. We'll load that up. We've got to stop calling it the shitbox. We're doing it at disadvantage. Mm. Ryder's going to uh, light up a ciggy now she's outside. Oh, chuck us one. Batman frowns at the two of them smoking and goes, You know what, guys? While you two have those fragrant cigarettes, I'm just going to pop inside. I want to have a chat with um, Elena. Yeah? Oh, okay. Sure. I'll be right back. Yep, so you guys are loading shit into the car. Bath, you re enter the police station. So, as she walks in, um, how many people can she see, or anyone at all? Uh, yep, there's a receptionist, there's a couple of people milling around. It's the same person that uh, buzzed you out a moment ago. Oh, welcome back. Uh, did you forget something? Oh, you know what? I needed to have a... I had something I've had to ask Nesta. I completely forgot about it. It should be. Alright, and they buzz you through again. Do you remember your way down to the cell area? You'll be accompanied from there. Of course, quite. Yep, so you walk back through through the building to the elevator. The same person allows you back down the cell. You go down all the way down the elevator again to the base. They accompany you back to the cell, and then they, they, they look at you and say, do you require some privacy? Please. Of course. And then uh, they, they don't walk entirely away. They keep you in armed proceedings, but they've, they've walked slightly further away. That's going to go in the room. Yep. Uh, again, the field moves its way back across the room. Mister's still there, still kneeling. He looks up at you. What? You see... I just couldn't understand it. And she's going to pace back and forth, not really even talking to him, just talking as she is. You're alone out here. Just you and Iago. 
I felt the care he had for you when we spoke. You broke his heart, and I don't understand. He was your, in his eyes, best friend. I just, and she's, you know, she's almost like, she's really, like, ruminating. She doesn't understand why somebody would betray their friend like this. Because to Baphomet, that's all she really has. She, other than, you know, the crew of like Seven, she's effectively a ghost. So, you know, it's funny. I was actually going to let you just go with the whole justice system here. It seems to think working out pretty well. Captain Lane informs that you'll be, um, you'll be handled. And honestly, from one psychic to another, well played. I've learned a lot. He raises an eyebrow, just as you say that. But it doesn't mean you don't still have to pay. And she's going to um, face the field, and she's going to use second hand to ever so slightly for a millisecond raise the mind circlet. <laughs> and she's going to use share thoughts to dump the entire memory of her um, experience with the warhead into his into his mind. So he's <laughs> now feeling exactly what she felt on loop. Go on, uh, I'm going to need some kind of roll for that. Sure. Probably, uh, I need to roll a will for him, and then... Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> yeah, then, that's, uh... Fuck, I'm going to use, I'm going to use the soul as well. That's, it's, uh, 35. It's... Cool. Yeah, so, deftly, and almost faster than anyone can perceive, you've just tipped that circlet to one side slightly on his head, and then slammed your open fist into his mind. For a second, just before you lift the uh, circlet, his eyes widen as he suddenly realizes what you mean when you talk about having to pay. And then the, the millisecond after that, his eyes roll upwards into the back of his head and his, uh, his back arches up against the chains. He opens his mouth and screams, but it's a silent scream. He's almost frozen in that position his mouth locked open, his eyes white, his his entire body tensed up, and then he just flops forward. The uh, the circlet reestablishes, but instead of showing white, it's just black. He's he's just slumped there, like it's the the psychic equivalent of smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> nice. That's gonna take a moment. She's like trying to. Um, again, like not really even paying attention to him. She, she's thinking, like, mm, what was it again? Oh, she's going to say in Kasarthan, which she's been learning since she didn't know it when she got here. Good luck. And, <laughs> and uh, leaves. Holy shit, Bav. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh, God. He's now trapped in basically a cycle of suffering that he can't fully understand or comprehend, and it's going to last quite a long time. Oh, God, is he under... Is he stuck in the memory of the scrutiny of the spheres? Forever. Pretty much. Not forever. It won't... Just, it doesn't last forever. Well, that's the thing with that kind of punishment. It's not the amount of time, it's the amount of time you perceive it to be. Yeah. yeah. So, whilst in the real world, it might only seem like he's gone catatonic for a month or so, in his mind, he's spent eons just reliving every aspect of the warhead. Every time he shuts his eyes, he'll think of that. Um, yeah, that's gonna um, nod to the guard, make way up the elevator, head back out, get back in the car. What are they up no, to? Look, Ryder, I'm telling you, we cannot put macaroni on the gun turret. Well, you've convinced me now. I mean, oh, hey, Baff. Oh, ah, Baff. Hey, guys. You are hey. not putting macaroni on the gun tub. I have a great idea for when we get back to the ship. See? I think you're going to really like this. I'm guessing you're heading back to uh, to Iago's. Let's go hit the runabout, get on board, and we'll hitchhike back to the station. Do we have to yeah. hitchhike? Surely we can like get a, a decent flight. We'd... The runabout doesn't have a jump engine. We need to latch onto a ship. That's what I mean when I say hitchhike. So how about this? I'll get us a hitchhike on a nice chartered flight. Sometimes luxury crews on the move or something. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sure, if it's quick. Compromise. Also, Radar, we haven't failed the damn thing. We've only been delayed slightly. Sure. Sure, we've, we've been delayed. In the context of what you were like asked to do, you have asked to be failed. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what we've also done is accidentally fallen into something that is way bigger than us. Again. Yes, but... <laughs> okay. Yeah, but this time we're not on holiday. Shall we go? <laughs> yeah, so... You guys are going to try and hitchhike home in Endor? Yeah, uh, we... 
Brilliant. And now I'm in perfect condition to fly the runabout. But yeah, uh, I'm guessing you're heading back to Yago's. Mm. Uh, can we? Is... Where did we? Where did we leave my ship? It's still parked outside Yago's mansion, where you landed it when you first like started your assault. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We will uh, get there then, shall we? The second sun is just starting to set over the horizon as you arrive uh, outside Yago's manor. But yeah, uh, the the gates, the laser grid blinks itself out and you're allowed inside with the car. The hangar doors are now open. The ship box, someone has... Uh, run about. about. Somebody has moved it inside the hangar. Uh, <laughs> Stop calling it a ship box. Someone has moved it inside. I'm going to get out of the car, grab my things, and just walk over to the runabout and start prepping it for flight. Uh, do you need a pilot roll for me, or is this just standard operational Who's fare? Flying, is it you? Wait, I thought, we were, I thought we were taking a... Um, um, yeah, we've got to fly tracking. us to the ship to latch mm. on to, so to you, make the jump. In the time, Pat's commissioned a space aboard. A nice uh, ship. Yeah. Yeah. She got, she got in touch yeah. with Viago and like pulled a couple of strings and got like a nice ship. Um, Brilliant. Uh, okay. Just by proxy. All right. So uh, yeah. which one is it, Baff? Uh, oh, one was on the side. The, um, called the Cat No Banana. The Cat... Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. The Cat No Banana. The Cat... The Cat No... I'm just going to turn to Baff. The Cat No Banana? It's Kasarthan. Yeah, it's Kasarthan. <laughs> it's Kasarthan. Of course, of course, of course, of course it's Kasarthan. Right, here we go. It, it means uh, strong in battle. 28. I don't think it does. Yep, you glide the shitbox up to orbit. Approach this uh, fairly nondescript looking, but it's a lot nicer than like a green barge or something like that. Uh, you, you dock up to it, you're allowed inside. It's like There's this crew accommodation, your way's been paid through, so you're free to roam the ship. What is there? Uh, uh, all right, and, and then we're docked. Alrighty, right. The second we uh, dock, and uh, able to back jumps out the door, and did she off. just run off, <laughs> dusting herself off from like still being still covered in like gross whatever molecules from the from the runabout? <laughs> She's like dusting herself off from like <laughs> gross <laughs> molecules. It's clean. Like, go look around, bye, okay, bye, bye, <laughs> bye. So, so, um, <laughs> so, do you want to find a bar? Uh, yeah, go on. I think we've earned it now. So yeah, um, Ryder and uh, Radar are now off boozing. What what time is it? How how long do uh, we have on this ship before we got to get off? So it's not a direct transport, like straight back to your homeworld. So it's taking a more zigzagging route. Probably like two or so days worth of travel. Basically, when you get close to your detachment point, someone from the crew will come and alert you that the ship is passing closest to the point where you want to get off. It's basically like a bus. Yeah. Right, here is the next point we're passing closest to, and if you want to detach, here's when you should detach. So yeah, a little bit of shopping would have happened. Um, yeah. I think I went to a bar. I think uh, Ryder would have. Um, she's going to check out her um, her new sword that she got from Homst, the um, the the shock glass one. Yep. Like sort of um, swish it around on the uh, on the runabout. Make almost a. A, a, a muted whistling noise. Oh, is it about. That looks nice. Is it? Um, can, can it be seen? Can the blade be seen? Almost. It's. It's like solid air. Right. It refracts light in a certain way. But I think I think I've come up with a name for this. You know, yeah, Radar. Yeah. What? She draws her other sword. Well, this is the tolerant left. Yeah. And this this new one. I think I'm going to call it the ethical billionaire. Because you know it's all there. Exist. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Pretty cool. She sort of taps them together. I like it. That's nice. Yeah, like... Also, it just sounds cool to say, like, I, I, I unsheath the billionaire. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, a couple of uneventful days of flight time passes. Are, are we back at um, our, our dive bar at the Diaspora yet? Yeah, so you've been alerted to... Here's your drop-off point. You, you gather all your shit into... Oh, that's mm -hmm. us, guys. Right, everybody in the runabout, even you, Baff, come on. Seatbelts, seatbelts. Baff, get in. I know you don't want to, but get in. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Baff hops in. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you detach from your vantage point. And, uh, yeah, there's the diaspora, maybe a half hour's flight away. <sighs> Alrighty. Rocky home. Yeah. Good to be back. Ugh. And as you approach, you can see there's the Leica. And the outline of it, at least, from the distance, looks like the Leica. But as you get closer, you notice it's not quite like 
the like you used to know. It looks similar, but everything about it looks slightly different. There's the hangers longer at the front, the, uh, the engines look like they've been taken from an entirely different ship. There's only four of them now as well. And they're, they're arranged in a completely different shape. The, uh, the, the lower docking bay looks like it's been cut from a second ship and it's all been grafted together with very clean and precise welds, almost perceptible, but to anyone that had looked at the Leica before, you'd, you'd recognise it as Leica, but at the same time, it's like sending your car away to get completely redone and it coming back. Everything looks slightly different, but at the same time, slightly familiar. Wait, I'm getting a Leica 7 pin, guys, but it's that one. Oh, V's done some upgrading. Oh, wow, oh. that was that only took a week. <laughs> Baff almost got to the glass, then checks herself and like steps back and goes, "Oh, wow." Oh, it's Baff. It's okay. Look, I'll just rotate the ship, and you just there you go. Just look up. No, she can see fine. <laughs> she can see fine out the window. Whatever we're doing, she doesn't want to touch. Oh, the right. Glass. Okay, sorry. I mean, the... oh, look, I, lo I love the purple. Yeah. Baff, do you like the purple? Hmm. She's again. She's just as excited when V does something cool as what she's like. Wow, it's got. Extra beans on the back and less engine. <laughs> and purple matches your hair. If I've got this right, <laughs> hang on a second. Like seven, this is Runabout One, uh, requesting permission to dock at the rear hatch. You get an automated docking acceptance. The, nobody's on the ship right now. It's just uh, oh. it, someone's coded it to allow specific vehicles, and you're on the list. Clever Vesk. Right, let's land. Are you mounting up to the new docking hatch that someone's welded to the uh, Yeah, if roof? we could, please. Give me a piloting roll to not destroy 23. the ship. 23. Don't destroy the ship. That yeah. would suck <laughs> as the end of an adventure. You roll a one, you smash into the like a second. <laughs> you, you, you crash straight out the but ship. No, that, luckily that doesn't happen, and mm. you effortlessly drop the uh, the runabout onto the top of the Leica. There's, there's the muted clunk as... Ratchets engage, and the, ent the entire runabout is withdrawn down to lock into position on the roof of the Leica. Right, we're home, new home. Yeah, Rhoda's going to like hurriedly go and grab all of her, all of her bags, all of her stuff, and like um, tap on the um, the door panel to try and get out quickly and sort of look around the new Leica. Yeah, I'm just going to go looking for V. Like starts like calling for V on the console. V, where, where, where are you, V? I've got so much to tell you. It's been a weird. Thing. <laughs> Are you doing this over like, regular voice comms or mind comms? Just regular voice comms, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys are back. Ready? Hey, Godzilla. Hey, how have you been? I'm down by the bar, if you wanna. Oh, it's been uh, it's been a hell of a week, V. It's been a hell of a week. Thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and a bunch of other podcast websites. If you like what you're hearing, tell your friends. Maybe give us a good rating on iTunes while you're at it. We are at Cosmopunk.net, and we also have a Twitter, at Cosmopunks, with an S. If you want more Cosmo content in the meantime, we now have a Patreon, where we'll be occasionally uploading artwork, interludes, outtakes, and extended lore. We'll be introducing a proper tier system in the future, but for now, tips are very much appreciated. We're at Patreon.com forward slash Cosmopunk, link in the description. The team has a ton of fun editing these episodes together, but it is extremely time-consuming, so we're grateful for any show of support. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back with more Cosmopunk in two weeks. Till then, shoot straight, roll high. Speaking of our Patreon, we'd like to shout out our brand new supporters. Shout out to Fringecore. Top Notch, Aaron Stargazer. Good work, Jason. Cheers to Donald Booty. Massive thanks to Alex. Big thanks to Autumn Nomura. Thanks to Eric Sipolsky. Top Notch, my dude. Real thanks to Fenris. And huge thanks to Rose Lassette. We really appreciate you guys' support. It's, um... It's a lot of work making this, but knowing that you guys are out there, um, you know, listening and willing to put it in your pocket for us really helps. Rewind maybe a day. The newly refurbished Leica 7 is parked outside what looks like the space equivalent of a small diner orbiting the diaspora. V's sitting at a table, sharing a pot of coffee and some burgers with what looks like a cassava. V seems relaxed, they're chatting happily. It's good to have you back, mate. Like I said, there's no way I could have fixed uh, everything that was wrong with the Leica without you. Ah, it was no trouble. I did help build it, after all. Maybe take it a bit easier with it in the future, though, eh? <laughs> you can try tilling that to my pilot. I mean, you're more than welcome to stop by our bar sometime, uh, meet the crew, eh? I might take you up on that sometime. Uh, right now, though. Duty calls. 
think I'm finally getting somewhere with one of the old research projects I salvaged from the Yasser drive yards. Uh, one of my colleagues managed to secure a component that I've been searching for since, since before everything went to shit. That's going to keep me busy for a while. Fair enough, the, uh, the offer's open. But it's nice to see you again, bud. I'll see you if I need to head back to Yasser for anything. Just look after the base for me, eh? And then uh, with that, V stands up, they, they bump fists with the Kasatha, and they leave the diner. A uh, short time later, the Kasatha finishes their food, they make their way out to the ship park, and as they do so, a, a white dart-like ship bearing a, a fairly familiar logo cruises down to a landing. What fucking ladder. <laughs> the cargo doors open, the Kasatha strides on board, and then as it closes up, the ship lifts off once more, aims itself out into the blackness of space, and blasts off into the drift. <laughs>